We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, what's going on, everyone? Joe Cameron, John Ritchie. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you off and rolling this uh, Thursday morning. Well, day three to react to the end of the Eagles season and day three to react to the future of the Eagles franchise. Look, players spoke yesterday. We'll play a lot of audio of some of the notable players and comments that were said yesterday by some of the guys, from Hertz to Kelsey to Cox and more. Um, multiple reports out, obviously, about Nick Sirianni's job status. He is still the Eagles head coach. Still pending, though, is the Sirianni-Lurie meeting which you got to imagine is very likely to happen today, perhaps tomorrow, but really soon, because you do have to get on with this. If you're going to switch coaches, you got to get on with it. And obviously to recruit coordinators, you got to get on to it. So there, there's a lot to do. We'll discuss it all at 215-592-9494. Rich Rich. Hello, Joe. Hello there, Joe. Women could not have their own credit cards until 1974. That's Outrageous. What? Outrageous. <laughs> this is crazy. I, I was <laughs> yeah, born. It's hard to in, believe. I was born in 1974. They, uh, uh, there was an act passed, the Equal Credit Opportunity Act, that was passed that stated that people could not be denied credit based on gender, religion, or race. Prior to that act, wow, women could not have a credit card unless their husband co-signed for them. That's that's incredible. 1974. That ain't good, man. <laughs> We've come so far oh since then. That's not good. Well, I don't really, I don't know what to say about that other than it's not good. Here's what I do know to say. Uh, the Eagles situation is pending. I do know that it's been um, a couple days now and Sirianni still has a gig. And, and I'm wondering, John, from you and everyone at 215-592-9494, if you're growing increasingly concerned that Sirianni will actually survive this. Now, a couple things. First off, uh, polls that we've done and, and polls that the other shows have done have shown overwhelmingly that most people think that Sirianni should be fired. And it's not quite as high, but most people think Sirianni will be fired, or at least thought as of a couple days ago he would be fired. Hasn't been yet. Doesn't mean he won't be. Doesn't mean he will be. But it is notable. I mean, this was not a, you know, quick axe. You know, season ends and bang, he's out. Um, so, so here we are on, on Thursday morning, and I'm curious, again, at 215-592-9494, what your read on the situation is and what do you, what do you make of the delay? He, here's where I'm at, John. I think, he, um, I think he certainly may be retained. But the delay does not, does not cause me to be convinced that he will be retained. I mean, first off, Monday night road game, late night, to Thursday morning, 6 a.m. right now. I think Jeffrey Lurie's a very deliberate guy. I mean, I was at the press conference when he announced that Andy Reid was being capped after 2011, before 2012. It was probably January of 2012. And I stood there and, and watched as Jeffrey Lurie had this rambling press conference. And we were all waiting on pins and needles. Like, oh, my God, is he about to fire Andy? Is he not about to fire Andy? Turns out he didn't fire Andy. It took him 13 minutes to even get to the point. 
Took him 13 minutes. I was there. Took him 13 minutes. We're all we're all on the so, so you remember that the twists and the turns. <laughs> yeah, it I was did. like what I Jeff what, get to the point. <laughs> so Jeff I think, is not thinking of not verbose. Yes, that's for sure. I think he's an incredibly deliberate guy. I will say this. I think to a large extent it has served the franchise really well. I think he's I think he's been a great. A matter of fact, I know he's been a great owner. Now you can make the case a a lack of action right out of the gate here is cause for concern, and look, maybe it is. I mean, I wanted Sirianni gone. I still want him gone. It's nothing against him on a personal level. I just think he did a poor job this year. But, John, I'll ask you and everyone at 215-592-9494, as we sit here today, um, are you getting more worried that no movement yet is a sign that it is actually likely that he will be kept? I am not worried that Nick Sirianni will be kept because we have a smart organization. And they know. Common sense tells our smart organization that this change has to happen. And I agree with you. Uh, Jeffrey, I don't know about Jeffrey that. Lurie they might not, man. Just being cautious. <laughs> I don't know about just that. Being, just making sure this is the right decision. Making sure. And he does have to uh, comply with public uh, perception to some degree. Like, there's a certain way this looks. I'm certain they feel like they have to account for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the players know how bad this season was. Uh, we have become a laughing stock because our protections are so dumb. Our offensive coaches can't coach offense or call plays or keep this team together or really do anything except uh, – I don't know, today he's going to grovel for his job. And and I don't think any of us really feel like that. Uh, but I don't have confidence that he's going to convey something that makes them feel differently about the job he did this year. We know that's his weakest spot. Like, hey, convey oh, your ideas. I, I disagree with you. I'll just say this. I think his weakest spot has become offensive scheming. Well, okay. I think he's actually become a pretty good communicator. I, oh, the, the, he hasn't. If I, I, if, I disagree. John, if I'm Laurie, the main issue I'm firing Syria, and there's two issues if I'm firing him. There's two main issues why I'm firing him. One, I think he lost the respect to players. Two, I think he lost respect to players because his scheme stunk on offense. It, well, I think they're both I mean, that's true. the main thing he's got to answer for That's in incredible. And, and, but look, again, smart organization, they understand that. They've been talking about that fact that these players know that these coaches screwed it all up, that these coaches aren't putting them in the best position to win. You can't come back from that. You can't roll that back the, the following year. Like, it, it does not work. And, and how about this idea that today or, or whenever this meeting occurs, Nick Sirianni is going to roll out his list of, of, like, here are my proposed offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators. He's been here. For the last three years, you know, like his his offensive and defensive coordinators were really good in, in Jonathan Gannon and Shane Steichen, and, and they got poached after, you know, a season, and now well, we've discovered so. a season yeah. and a half. Yeah, it, it, we've discovered he couldn't account for that. He couldn't make up for what they brought. And now, like, where are – how do we really – how is it realistic to assume he knows more people like that? Well, All those people are here. Like, he brought his best 
here, and they've already been poached. And in the meantime, he's been here. Who's he out there well, meeting what, what to bring in right. more people? He's not making more relationships outside. Well, you don't he's know working that. on his relationships Look. here. I'm telling you, this is a guy who doesn't have those roots that spread out throughout this league where he can go draw five or six new offensive coordinators out of the woodwork. Okay, this guy fits better. This guy fits better. This guy fits better. If this meeting is about can you convince me with your offensive and defensive minds, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, I think this is a waste of time, but they're doing their due diligence. Yeah. It's frustrating yeah. to sit around and wait, and yet that's what we have to do. we well, got to sit around and wait. So, look, we'll, we'll see where everyone stands at 215-592-9494. Again, what you make of, you know, it's been a couple of days now and, and, and no no movement. What do you what do you make of that, and, and does it worry you if you wanted Sirianni gone? If you wanted him capped, and you know, in our polls, about 20, 25% of people wanted him capped, are you increasingly happy, right? That, that like, you know, maybe he won't be, you know, uh, gone. I'll tell you this, John. I think th- the one thing I think that you may be misreading, they really might keep him. I mean, yeah. he wow. made the playoffs three times in three years. He reached the Super Bowl 11 months ago. I'm aware that he won a 11 games this year. No, I think it's, but I, it's a possibility, but I think it's more of a possibility. Than you might think. I think it I might be a probability at this point. Do you, James? Yeah, I do. I oh, think it's a, no. I, I'm at the I think Nick Sirianni is coming back. You I do. Think, you think he is going to survive? I think he's going to survive. Yeah, I do. I really do. I mean, especially like the Dallas just kept Mike McCarthy. I know. I, I like. I think Jerry. But, uh, but hold on, Dallas I think Jeffrey quarterback at, just came but, to his defense again. So and, did Jalen yesterday. We the first game he didn't, but then Jalen at the locker did, and Fletcher Cox did, and Jason Kelsey did, and right, all these guys right. are coming out with strong, vociferous defenses of Nick Sirianni. You're talking about the players lost him. According to the guys in the locker room, they didn't. Look, I will. T- Hassan Reddick yeah. too. Like all these guys. <laughs> so like, I'm just saying. Well, I, I'm just saying. Like, and I'll tell you the when I saw the news yesterday. Me. I wasn't upset. Like honestly, I, I I'm kind of coming back around the other way to keep him to 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 not fire him. Yeah. Why? Oh. Because again, look the the resume itself. Like winning seasons, first three years, made the playoffs all three years. I know it fell apart at the end, but it's hard to fix things in howie, season. Howie, howie, and, did so much. And left on with top more. of that, do we actually believe that he's the one who changed Patricia? Because I don't. No. I believe that was Howie and Jeffrey, and that was the thing that totally killed the season. I think that was the real well, nail in the coffin for this team. And then after that, like. It's hard to get it back, especially after going to the Super Bowl and losing. There's a reason. We talked about this stat a million times. 31% of teams that lose in the Super Bowl make the playoffs next year. 30, 69% and Lurie, and, don't. And, James, you know Lurie looks at stuff like that. Of course he does. And and I think he is worried about the way it looks to the league. I think it looks bad to the rest of the league, especially after firing Doug so quick after winning a Super Bowl. He should be worried about the way I, his team views this coach. But, again, like this guy won the most games in the history of the Eagles in his first three years as head coach, and the first – failure he has outside of when he began and then fixed right, it. Right. We're like, get the hell out, especially after a team that's beaten down and tired and lost guys and the defense stinks. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm turning. I don't think this is that bad All a right, thing. Well, look, oh, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see where you stand at 215-592-9494. I mean, there's a couple different things going on here. Are you like James where you're starting to get convinced that he, he may be kept and, and perhaps should be kept? I'm certainly not on the should be kept front. Uh, where do you stand on that? I will say this. On the may be kept front, I mean, John, I do think it's notable that there have been a number of times just in the lifeblood of of our show, and I'm going back to when we started with the Midday Show in 2016, when a Philadelphia team kept a Philadelphia coach longer than we wanted. I mean, let's be real. And when I I say we, I don't always mean you and me, but the the, the populace of Philadelphia. I mean, we go through everyone. But, like, Brett Brown was kept longer than most people wanted. 
Doc Rivers was kept longer than most people wanted. Yeah. I mean, this is not unheard of for that type of thing. I but mean, Joe, Joe about... Girardi was given the start of that third year, which we viewed as a mistake, but he was given it. So, when did the Eagles do this, though? When Andy Reid. Andy, Andy Reid's the last time I'd say they kept someone past the point that people thought, many many people thought he should be kept. And, and ironically, it was that press conference, literally I was referencing earlier, after 2011, the first Dream Team year, when people thought, all right, this has got to finally be it. The only time. And he kept them. The only time that the Eagles have done it is an all-timer. The, I know. The, the father of every I know. coaching tree out there in the NFL. I don't worry that they'll do that. I don't worry that they'll make that mistake. Well, he look, never fired anyone off a winning coach. season either, though. You know, Doug was four wins. Andy was four wins. Chip was seven wins or six until Trimmer won the last yeah. one. Like, like they, like them coming up a winning season and firing someone. That's not something Andy's done or Jeffrey's done. All right, where do you stand? I mean, it really is fascinating. It's, it's Thursday morning. We've never seen a team quit for the last eight. Well, we've never weeks, seen a ten the, and the one. A ten and we've never seen a ten and one team do that. We've never seen a ten and one team collapse to the point where it looked like the sixty four fills. I mean, it just, it's absurd. All right, two one five five nine two. 94-94. Where do you stand on all these issues? Whether you think he will be kept, whether you think he should be kept, if you wanted him out and still want him out, are you growing increasingly concerned that, like, uh-oh, might not get our wish? Where do you stand on that and more? Plus, up ahead, some of the reports from yesterday just to frame what was reported last night as it relates to this situation. We'll get to that next. We'll rock all your calls. Judd Cameron, John Rich, it is, of course, 94 WIP. I want to just take a minute to tell you about my friends at the Bush Auto Group. I got to tell you, if you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, you won't want to miss this. The Bush Auto Group with two Nissan dealerships in Exton and Limerick and an Infinity dealership in Westchester, PA, are your go-to destination for all things automotive. What sets them apart, you ask? It's simple. When you purchase any vehicle from the Bush Auto Group, you're not just getting a car. You're getting peace of mind. Every vehicle purchase comes with over $3,000 in bonus value to help drive down the cost of vehicle ownership. And let me tell you, I've been a customer myself. The experience was nothing short of fantastic. So, Philly, if you want to ride in style, comfort, and with some extra cash in your pocket, there's only one place to go, the Bush Auto Group. Visit them in-store or online today at bushautogroup.com. Remember, Philly rides with us. Head on over to the Bush Auto Group today and tell them John Ritchie sent you. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Brought to you by MHS Lift. Mike McCarthy staying with the Cowboys. Will the same happen with Nick Sirianni? Athletics' Diana Rossini reports Sirianni will meet with Jeff Lurie. Expected to have a plan to improve the team, which might have like helped a couple weeks ago. Rossini adds it'll include a pitch on possible new coordinators and assistant coaches, which she says Sirianni and Howie Roseman have been reaching out to potential candidates. NBC Sports' Peter King will be on the WIP Morning Show at 7 a.m. and... We will talk to new WIP Afternoon co-host Spike Eskin 
at 825. If you're looking for forklifts, a warehouse efficiency assessment, any type of material handling equipment, or if your equipment needs repairs, go to mhslift.com. Weather brought to you by Window Nation. Mostly cloudy today, high 36. It's currently 22. Winners here with Window Nation. Replacing those old windows is easier and more affordable than you think. 866-90-NATION or windownation.com. To listen to 94WIP, just download the free Odyssey app or tell your smart speaker to play 94WIP. Right on this Thursday morning, Jetta Cameron, John Ritchie, it is 94 WIP. Open the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, and you're in the zone. New users get up to $1,000 casino bonus back if you're down in the first 24 hours. Bet Parks, you must be 21 and in PA, New Jersey, Ohio, or Maryland. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gamble. All right, what do you make of this delay in firing Sirianni, or do you think it's. Not a delay. <laughs> <He's> not <getting laughs> me I mean, that's the thing, James. You know what's you know what's always awkward about moments like these? So the Cowboys yesterday put out a statement to announce that Mike McCarthy wasn't being fired. Like, if the Eagles are not going to fire Sirianni, I don't think they'll put out a statement. It'll be more like a well, nothing to see here. Yeah, they'll leak. They'll leak it. They'll leak yes. it. Yeah. Adam Schefter will tweet right. out, "Oh, Nick Sirianni will be back. They're working on coordinators." Right. Yeah. Frankly, it would make their relationship with Sirianni look worse if they have to put out a quote statement like that. Th- then it's like, all right, well, <laughs> it really, 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 really was close. Yeah, exactly. He, it's like we almost yeah. fired him, but but Jerry Jones also loves the limelight. You know, Jerry Jones' statement. It, it literally is like Jerry Jones, owner, president. General manager of the Dallas Cowboys. Man, that guy does like to be in the limelight. Emperor of the Emperor, Dallas Cowboys. Exactly. Let's go to the phones. What what do you make? Seriously, all jokes aside, what do you make of this Eagle situation? Craig kicks us off. Craig, I feel like we haven't heard from you in a long time. How are you, pal? Greetings to the best damn morning sports show in the world. How you guys doing? Doing all right, Craig. Craig, have you called us in the morning show? I don't remember it. Yeah, yeah, I did, man. Back uh, back when we were doing good, man. I, I've been so <laughs> mad, so I, I I haven't even been able to call because I know I I got to keep my language clean. Yep. And I, I'm telling you, ever since it went off the reels, I I've been on my knees praying, Joe. That's all I could do, man. I couldn't even call in, bro. And I, what I are you? And what are you praying for? I listen to y'all every day. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's just like what you guys are saying, man. You know, I agree with the points. I'm I'm praying for a change. But he's not going anywhere because think about it, man. Listen, he had three years of success, man. You know, Super Bowl last year, he's going to get another year. My God, if McCarthy can get a year, you know they're going to give him another year. So I'm not I'm not getting wrapped around the axle of that because if you look at it, man, everybody's culpable for this thing, with the, including the GM. The GM hamstrung this defense by letting all those guys go and not replacing them with, with viable players. And the draft players you know all the all the georgia guys a lot of those guys failed us i know Kobe dean got hurt but he's an undersized linebacker he really is we might have missed on him too you know what i'm saying so i think it's just like a tsunami of of everything that came together at once joe and you know it kind of hits us on all different levels but i'm I'm, craig i'm telling you here's the thing that bothers me the most on sirianni the most is i think he's a bad schemer of offense Exactly. 
And here's my problem, Joe. You bring him back. Well, this is how you'll know he'll be gone next year because this is the perfect shot where this year he had two new coordinators, right? So if you get rid of these guys, and here's my plan, I think they're going to bring him back and they're going to say, okay, you give us what you want, that we'll try it, we'll get you as close as possible and start it over again next year. The problem is you're starting Hurts over again I know. in another in another system. And he, he's going to – if anybody has, has faith that this guy – who sat up there at the podium and said, well, if I knew how to do that and fix the offense, I would have already done it. And he doesn't even call his own plays to his own system. He, he's not going to fix this in a year, Joe. So he, he's going to be gone next year. I, I just feel like we're going to be – it's going to be a couple years we're going to end up, you know, retooling this thing. And, and let me say one thing else, Joe, real sure, quick. Sure. You know, I just thought about it. You know, you know, this is this – is, you know, in, in line with the collapse of the 64 Phillies and all that, I know this is like the worst thing that ever happened, it seems like, to the Eagles. But I was just thinking about last year. Think about this, Joe. We lost the freaking Super Bowl. Yep. And not only this, people aren't even talking about it. Okay, I'm, I even added the MLS, you know, Philly. Uh, our major the, league the, soccer the union, lost. yeah. Yeah, I know. Our, our Sixers choked, as usual. The Phillies had a disaster. They blew it in the national. I feel like, man, did we sell our soul to the devil to, to win that Super Bowl or something? Well, Craig, Craig here, here's the only thing I'll say on the flip side of that. And, Craig, always great hearing from you. And man, I appreciate always. when you say this because you are correct. I yeah. know what you're going to say. It's a lot more fun. Than 2015. Yes. 20-whatever. Yes. yes. Like where we have nothing. Yes. I mean, come on. I'll, I'll, I really would take this as opposed to you got squat top. 100%. Sports are supposed to be about every year having a yeah. chance and having fun and watching yeah. your team. And, like, yeah, it might suck when it ends, but. At least we had a chance. The the thing that it re- I'll just say this: that there's a historical um, um, comparison for me, and I think for a lot of us, it's it's about 20 years ago. There was a stretch. Uh, I may be off by a year or two on a couple of these, but it was like in the 02 to 04 range. Now consider 02 to 04. Three times the Eagles lost the NFC Championship game. They also lost it in 01, but that was more of a hey, very happy to be there. You know, they'll be Playing back. Playing a great yeah. team. So, 2 03, and 04 were brutal. You lose NFC Championship game, NFC Championship game, Super Bowl. Also in that stretch, you had St. Joe's with the magical season, but the heartbreak of losing the Elite Eight, especially the way they did. You had a Philly season where they actually had a lead on a wild card spot with 10 games left, lost nine of their last 10 in 2003 to miss the playoffs. Marlins, by the way, the team that gets hot at the end, passes them, Freaking wins the World Series. By the way, the 03 thing, it had been since 93, too. So we're reading a decade on that, too. You had that reality. You had the Flyers in 04 get to a Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals. They lose to Tampa Bay in a Game 7. You had Smarty Jones win both the Kentucky Derby and the Preakness, but then losing the Belmont, unless I got the order out wrong. They loses the third race. You're right. Loses it after, like, it felt totally like he's got it. By a nose, no so So, like, you know, but again... Would I rather be getting up for a Game 7? Would I rather get up for the concept of, I think my team has a shot to win it all or at least give us a great run in January, as opposed to the season's over, you know, early November? Absolutely. I mean, absolutely I'd rather have that. By the way, let's get to, to, to some of the reporting yesterday from Diana Rossini to sort of set the stage for what was reported last night as it relates to this Nick Sirianni thing. All right, so three different tweets from her. They were all about an hour apart, which I do think is interesting. It it makes me wonder. She was getting calls. I think so. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hey, you might need to correct that Update a little bit that. there. Update. Fix that. Yeah. Correct. Did, did not like that. Correct. All right. Let's start at seven twenty nine p.m. Seven twenty nine p.m. She tweets the following: 
both Eagles GM Howie Roseman and head coach Nick Sirianni have been reaching out to available NFL coaches and coordinators, as well as coaching agents across the league to evaluate potential coordinator candidates to join their coaching staff as they plan for the 2024 season. And you know where those came from. They came from the people who were getting called and their agents. That is probably true. That is probably true. That's why the next couple of tweets happened. Because, all right, so this tweet, you know, on the surface, you can have the reaction like, oh, Sirianni made it. He's safe. I mean, you could. I didn't. But I can understand how some people could could think that. And, And certainly it leads to the possibility, like, he might stay. Lori's letting him make calls. It absolutely got my wrinkles up. I, I was thinking, wait a second. Really? All right, so that's 729. They're collaborating? Right, that's 729 p.m. All right, then you get to 828 p.m., 59 minutes later. She tweets, um, though this, meaning the prior tweet, though this may suggest that Nick Sirianni is safe, I'm told he has not met with owner Jeffrey Lori, something that was not possible today because of logistical issues. Until that meeting happens, all bets are off. It's like, okay, all right. Now John Ritchie's feeling a little better. No, but also don't love that they didn't meet because of logistical issues. What other logistical issue is more important than meeting with Nick Sirianni? Seriously, though, right? No, I I understand. When I first heard that, I I, I was mad that, wait a second, Nick, really? But it's got to well, be Jeffrey. Well, I will, but I will say and this: he's miffed and showing miffedness well, by my, not being there. My first reaction also was: it is possible that the exit interviews with all the players and guys, fifty-three players on the on the team, Took let alone a really long time, takes a long time. Yeah, especially. I mean, look, Nick likes to talk. Yes, could, like, yeah, no I doubt. don't want Nick Sirianni, Jason Kelsey, you know, exit interview to last seven minutes. I mean, to me, that should be a multiple-hour meeting to do a deep dive on a diagnosis of what happened. So I could see the merit of Sirianni was meeting with, the, with these guys for a long, long time, and then it's like, you know, he and Lori, you know, they're like, okay, let's, let's do it tomorrow. Like, it's not outrageous, not inconceivable. Then about an hour later, 9.23, Diana Rossini tweets the following. Nick Sirianni will meet with owner Jeffrey Lori and will be expected to have a plan for how he is going to improve the Eagles. This will include a pitch on potential new coordinators and assistant coaches per sources. This is why coaches around the league have been contacted. Now, the antenna for me on that one is, all right, someone with the Eagles, within the Eagles, Howie, yeah, right, (laughs) got to Diana Rossini. He's like, hold on a second here. There's like, I mean, he's not saying there's a good chance we might fire him, but what he's basically implying is there's a real chance we might fire him. Don't have our fan base think we're keeping this guy if we're not so make sure you put a tough line in there like Nick Sirianni will meet with owner Jeffrey Lurie and will be expected to have a plan for how he's going to improve the Eagles that that to me is the way I I read that whole thing I don't love the fact that we all remember how the Doug thing played out and they did the press conference now and then well they'll never do that no I know but I'm saying it's not like they learned that much from it yeah they didn't do a press conference but like hanging out in the wind like just leaving it like this it just it feels it feels like they're not on top of it. It really does, one way or another. It 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 does feel like there's a vacancy here. A all vacancy. Right. Your reaction to it all, 215-592-9494. But look, it may be as simple as this. I will say this, that Sirianni knows, you know, let's say he fires him tomorrow instead of Tuesday morning. I mean, I don't think Vrabel's getting scooped up today. I don't. I don't think Pete Carroll's getting scooped up today. Well, I'm sure he's on top of that stuff. Yeah, well, that, and that's yeah. all that matters if you're going to fire him. I agree. So, all right, 
What do you make of it all? 215-592-9494. Plus up ahead, something Jason Kelsey said yesterday, having Nick Sirianni's back. We'll get to that and more. Your phone calls on 94 WIP. Is 2024 the year? After years of wear and tear, you made the decision it's time for a knee, hip, or shoulder replacement. You've talked to your doctor, date set, and the team at NovaCare Rehabilitation is here for you. Did you know attending physical therapy before your replacement surgery can significantly help your recovery and movement post-surgery? And then once you have your new replacement, you already know and trust NovaCare's physical therapist to help you fully heal. They're experts in balance, gait training, and pain management. Your joint replacement needs are unique. NovaCare's team will help develop an individualized treatment plan to get you feeling strong and back to the things you love. You did not come to this decision lightly, so rely on the physical therapy provider you know and trust. Choose NovaCare to get back to work, sports, and life. To learn more about the benefits of physical therapy, bef- We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.